preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And welcome back. Hal and Judy with you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Here we are. You're looking week. good today. Well, thank you. I got a little bit of sun this weekend. I was going to say, you look yeah. like you've been out in the sun or something like that. You look healthy. It is, of course, Westminster time. It's wrapping up in New York, the Westminster Dog Show. And Jerry Grimack is back this year reporting for Animal Radio. Uh, always a very fun and charismatic uh, reporter. One of the best reporters we have, I think. We should hire that guy. I think so. Isn't he on the payroll already? <laughs> also, last week I asked all you animal thrill seekers, how many teeth do dogs have? Enough to bite with, I can tell you that. Judy, a former former vet tech, did not even know. And we still don't have an answer. one 405 8405 I've put together a doggy dental package, which includes a free cleaning. A free cleaning at your local vet. Wow. Let's uh, go ahead and clear the lines. one 405 8405 Hi, who's this? This is Rosie in Los Angeles, California. Hi, Rosie. How are you doing? I'm fine. Listening on Coast Coast 103.5, I imagine. Yes, sir. Oh, please don't call me, sir. <laughs> That's my dad. Oh, sorry. Okay. What That's can, just how. Yeah, what can we do for you? Um, I had a question. Um, I have a slight problem with my cat. Uh-huh. Um, around springtime, he tends um, to attack the birds, and he tears their heads off and chews on them, and then... Later on, he, he becomes sick and uh, he vomits the, the head. But just the whole process of him doing that, I, I don't know how to stop him. Wow. Is he bringing you gifts? Does he yes. think they're gifts? <laughs> yes. They always wind up on my porch. Lizards, uh-huh. mice. Um, the birds I feel really bad for, though. Sure. Um, because they usually are baby birds. You know, he catches those. Yeah, Judy, you have the, the same problem because you have actually Nike, the studio cat that uh, that brings you uh, uh, all kinds bugs of, and all kinds of things as a gift. You yeah. know, they mean well, don't they? Yeah. Is there any way that you could keep your cat inside, or is he an outdoor cat? Is he an outdoor cat? He is pretty much an outdoor That's cat. Okay. He he does come in in the evenings uh-huh. and he sleeps with me, um, but during the day he insists upon being outside. Um, do you have bird feeders? Anything that are bringing the birds to your house? I have trees. I okay. have love, lovely fruit trees, and, and they just love to nest in them, and, uh-huh. and just um, they're everywhere. I get hummingbirds and, and the little sparrows, and I get the little finches, and I get um, your common wren, you know. Ah, beautiful. It sounds sounds wonderful. Uh, it is, but I feel so bad. <laughs> what, it's nature. What is his name? Is it a he? It is a he. He has been fixed, um, and his name is Soot. 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 How did he get the name Soot? Um, he's an all-black cat. Okay. Um, and he just reminded us of the ashes that come out of the, the fireplace when we clean it. You know, just black. And And now I'm thinking all black, and I'm trying to think what a collar might look like on, because, of course, if you put a bell or something that makes a little noise around his neck, the birds will know before he even gets there. Guess what? We have tried that three times. And I don't know how, but he manages to wiggle his way out of each and every one, and we have no idea where it is. Oh, well, this is a tough one. Though. Yeah, he sounds... He literally will just strangle himself, because we've made them tight so that way, you know, it won't go over his head. But not that it's choking him, but still, uh-huh. 
he, he manages to get out of each and every one we have bought him. Oh. Because we thought of that. Yeah. That's, that, that's a tough one. Uh, in, unless you put a harness collar around him. And, boy, that's I know how that cramps their style. Still have to be careful because a harness, while it may not slip off, he can become entangled yeah. in trees and limbs and stuff and actually hurt himself. Right. Jumping fences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. How do you, how do you react when he uh, brings a bird to you, a bird head? Does he eat the rest oh. of the bird? No. No, we'll find feathers all over the place, but uh, no, the rest of the body is intact and sitting on the porch, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll know to look for... <laughs> yeah. Uh, my cat was the opposite. He would eat the the heads and bring me... Or he would eat the body, I mean, and leave the heads. I'd have open the door and have heads on my porch. When, when he does this, how do you react? Do you... Uh, do you... Um, if, if I catch him, I scold him. Yeah. Um, if I don't catch him, I just sweep it up and throw it away you know um i don't i don't discipline him when i'm not catching him because then he doesn't know why i'm disciplining him um if i catch him then he knows okay i'm being yelled at because i am doing this whereas if it's just a gift to him that he's left on the porch well i'm not going to discipline him because he doesn't remember that he's left this as a gift and i killed something you know we all know this that they're doing this uh just to be nice, to bring you a gift, and they're not trying to be bad. But boy, that's a tough one. You know what? We ought to put that out. To, who would who would know the answer? To we'll go to our supervisor. Okay, I'm going to okay. ask for my supervisor. See if we can get an answer for you. Okay. Okay, that would be great because I had a cat before that did this, and he wound up with head um, mites. Ooh. And then I mean, they literally eat the head of a cat. These mites Ooh. get completely. Um, all over infested. And he's getting them from the birds? They get them from the birds, they do. And I had to take them in and and they would scrape his head because they would just become crusted with this stuff from the birds. How old is Soot? Soot is, gosh, um, I believe he's 12. Pretty set in his way, so I guess a cattery might be out of the question, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to try to find an answer for you, and meanwhile, we'll send some toys, if that's okay, some treats and oh, toys. that would be wonderful. Okay. I'm sure he would play with those, too. Okay. Hold on, Rosie. Okay, One second. great. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Always. Hold Sunday on. Sunday mornings, you're there. <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> you're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Time for your Westminster report. We head on out to our friend Jerry Grimek at the Hotel Pen. Hi, Jerry. How are you doing? Oh, how how you been? It's been over a year we've spoken. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this uh, Westminster thing comes up once a year. so It does. It I, does. And it's a great event. Well, now, what's going on at the Hotel Pen? How are you guys celebrating over there? We're celebrating with all the dogs and a little dusting of snow. Yeah. Oh. Are the dogs digging the snow? Not yet. No dog angels. They're not making any dog angels in the snow. <laughs> you know, I hate the smell of wet dog. Do you have a lot of wet dog smell there at the ho- the hotel? Actually, no. We we turned up the uh, cool air. It's a little bit chilly, but that's okay because it, it clears the air. It makes everything nice and, and and nice and pleasant. Now, how many dogs would you say are staying there right now? Between seven hundred and a thousand dogs in the hotel. Wow. Wow. Okay, so if you're new to Animal Radio, you didn't hear Jerry reporting last year. What are some of the crazy requests you get there at the hotel pen? It starts with the first in line dog spa. It's <laughs> the Jaga Dog treadmills. The his and her relieving area, sectioned off so everyone's happy. By sex. 
Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. They had fire hydrants for the men. <laughs> and nice, nice glitter and lights and a little dash of pink for the ladies. It actually sounds like you've stepped it up this year. It does, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> you have to come and see it. I invite you every year, and I know you both are so busy, but we have to make a plan for you to come out and do a live remote. You know, if they didn't have that uh, Westminster right there in February, uh, we'd yeah. be there. But, you know, it's uh, we're thinking, let's see, 80 degrees, uh, snow. Mm, I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a hard decision. Now, are any of the uh, dogs that have been chosen so far uh, staying at the hotel there? Well, yeah, we're still looking... At- through our files, but so far, it may be that the Beagle, the owners are staying here. We're looking into that for sure, but the Beagle that came in first in the Hound category. Uh-huh. Uh, the... So we're still confirming that. Oh, really? And a lot of people are saying that it may be a Beagle's year. You never know. Yeah. Do they uh, Do they like to have their privacy respected? Uh, do they come in with glasses and... Uh, uh... They could go under different assumed names, like celebrities, Snow White, Underdog. <laughs> they could go under a number of things. <laughs> what is your title, Jerry? Now, normally I handle public relations at the hotel, but for the show, it's pooch relations. Pooch relations. <laughs> so I'm considered the public concierge in charge of pooch relations. Mm-hmm. Do room service orders go up about this time of year? Yeah, normally we don't have room service. However, I will bring a little treat for some of the regular guests that come with their dog that I know the, the pre-show ritual, they would like chicken McNuggets, pizza, maybe a quick burger before the show. This year, meatballs were big, I heard. The meatballs were big, and of course, you guys catering to them over at the Hotel Pen as we check in for our Westminster Report with Jerry Grimek. Jerry, thank you so much. No problem. Have a great day, Alan Judy. Always fun to hear from Jerry. Okay, the big question. Mm-hmm. How many teeth do dogs have? Now, I think I think humans have 26. I don't know. I could be way off on that. <laughs> I haven't counted. You know I'll be in the mirror in 20 minutes counting my teeth just to find out how many, even though I could look it up on the Internet, huh? And you could, too. one 405 We have a doggy dental package, which includes all kinds of doggy dental treats. And a free dental cleaning. This is something you should do. It's very important. It could be fatal if you don't keep your animal's teeth clean. That's uh, the same with cats, too, even though we're talking dogs right now. one 405 8405 Hi, who's this? This is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. Wait, now, where, <laughs> where are you? In the L.A. area? Oh, no. We're in Wrightwood. Right. So we're, we're playing in the snow right now. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, yes, uh-huh. you're listening on coast, though, still. Yes, we are. Okay, do you have any dogs at home? Uh, yes, I do. Have you ever counted your dog's teeth? <laughs> no, I have not. I know where the canines are because I see those. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you want to take a stab at it? I'm saying probably about 32. 32 actually is a little bit low, a little bit low. See, I don't even know the answer. You do, as, a, as a former vet tech, Judy, you don't know the answer? I never counted their teeth. What's your dog's name? Oh, I've got six. You've got wow. six dogs? I've got a lot of dogs and a lot of cats and horses and fish. You name it, we've got it. I'm a uh, retired animal health technician, so you kind of get a menagerie of things. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll put together a little something for the game, okay? Oh, that sounds wonderful. Hold on for one second. Okay. You, her guess was 32. It's actually a little more than that. A little lot more? Okay. It's a little more. one 405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. The Animal Minute is brought to you by Urinoff, the number one vet-recommended urine odor and stain remover. To purchase, visit www.urinoff.com. Urinoff finally 
something that works. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Six months after adopting their dog, a Michigan couple noticed that their chocolate lab, Remington, didn't seem to be as playful. Kelly and Scott Cornelise said their usually active dog didn't seem to want to play or even move. Scott noticed what he thought might be a lump, possibly a broken rib, and brought Remington to the vet. Imagine their surprise when an x-ray showed an eight-and-a-half-inch aluminum arrow shaft lodged in Remington's chest. The arrow, which might have been there for some time, had entered just under his armpit, just missing his heart. Scott and Kelly couldn't afford the operation, but their vet, Dr. Stephen Hardin, donated his services for the unusual case and removed the arrow. Remington is now on his way to recovery, thanks to their vet with a big heart. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. There's lots of reasons to need a urine odor and stain remover. Your dog's afraid of thunderstorms. Cat hates being alone. You've moved into a new house. But there's only one reason to buy Urinoff, because it actually works. Urinoff's high-performance formula gets to the source of the problem and removes it permanently, even cat urine. Many odor removers claim to work, but thousands of loyal Urinoff customers, even vets, swear by it. If urine odor is a problem in your home, reach for Urinoff, the odor remover that actually works. Available exclusively at www.urinoff.com or your local vet. Buddy. Don't do that. Don't worry. Lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans. I know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard K9 Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection. Where can I find out more? Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.caninecaviar.com. Hey, all you animal lovers out there. Last February, I had my dog Rudy neutered during Spay Day USA. This year, I'm going to enter him in the pet photo contest at humanesociety.org slash spayday. It runs January 15th through February 29th. You can upload your pet's picture, get your friends to vote for him, and win some cool prizes. So get out there and take some pictures. Good luck trying to beat my Rudy. Presented by the Humane Society of the United States. Sponsored by Nature's Miracle and powered by Pets 911. Upload your pet photo at humanesociety.org slash spayday. Petgadgets.com. If you're looking for innovative and high-tech pet products, Petgadgets.com. Unique and high-tech products that you won't find at your local pet store. PetGadgets.com. Find the latest products that will make life easier for you and your pet. PetGadgets.com. Everything from massage beds to a remote-controlled tennis ball launcher. PetGadgets.com. Be top dog in your neighborhood. Shop at PetGadgets.com. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just by eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Protect your dog and your family by deworming your dog twice a year with Safeguard Canine Dewormer. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. 
Angel's Eyes Tear Stain Eliminator, the first tear stain product to be formulated for dogs and cats. Angel's Eyes is a permanent solution to tear stains working from the inside out. Angel's Eyes is added to your pet's food or water, preventing the stain before it can begin. Angel's Eyes is perfectly safe to use. It is made in the USA of USA ingredients containing no dyes or wheat. Angel's Eyes is 100% guaranteed when used as directed. See for yourself. Go to www.angeleyesonline.com and check out the results. Angel's Eyes will have your pet going from tear to clear in no time at all. At Onesto Organics, we believe in whole foods for the whole animal. All of our human-grade organic pet foods are unrefined and dehydrated to preserve vital nutrients. Our veggie hides for dogs are delicious, nutritious, and completely free of grain, gluten, corn, and soy. Onesto Organics, we're all about healthful goodness for your pet. Honestly, nothing less will do. Check us out at www.onestoorganics.com. This is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live green is best for you, your family, and that includes your pets. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Veterinarians at home fight the war on terror. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys for Animal Radio. Ask anyone to describe the work of a veterinarian. They'll tell you they draw a picture of a doctor in a white coat. They heal sick puppies and cats and so forth. The gentle doctor. But veterinarians are also on the front lines of an ongoing war. They are the best defense we have for our biosecurity. Since the horrors of 9-11-2001, we're actually more aware of the devastation associated with such terror attacks. Organizations from our local police to the FBI and the National Guard continue to upgrade plans to protect us and our borders. But who's on watch against mad cow disease, anthrax, food contaminants? Because of their background in zoonotic diseases, veterinarians are increasingly important to national security and public health. By recognizing diseases in animals, our veterinarians can often prevent illnesses in humans and minimize the loss of animal life. The recent foot and mouth disease outbreaks in Great Britain symbolize how essential veterinarians are to protecting the health of our nation. And often veterinarians are the only ones trained to recognize these diseases as threats. Biological agents not only cause disease and suffering to humans, but they also devastate our livestock herds and can have a huge impact on the economy. Just look at Asia to see how a single disease can cause such chaos. Avian influenza has affected millions of birds across Asia, Africa, and Europe, and continues to upset human lives with its high mortality rate. Veterinarians are instrumental in sounding the early warning system. But a decrease in the number of veterinarians treating large animals and working in the public health sector could make us vulnerable. The New York Times reports that less than 4,500 of the 75,000 veterinarians in the United States are considered to be large animal doctors, and that number continues to drop. All of this is happening at the same time that 75% of all emerging diseases in people are transmitted from animals. Legislation has been enacted which authorizes federal government to pay off educational loans for veterinary students who opt to work in rural areas or in the underserved careers such as public health. Unfortunately, the law is not funded at this time. 
Demand for large animal veterinarians should increase 12 to 13 percent over the next several years. But veterinary organizations and schools expect four out of every 100 jobs won't be filled. So when it's all said and done, who's really on the front lines protecting us from West Nile virus and monkeypox? Who can spot plague or brucellosis and recognize it for what it is? Well, it's still the same person that's been doing that job for decades, the veterinarian. The question now is, how can we provide reinforcements? For the Veterinary News Network at MyVNN.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update made possible by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Pets for Ransom in Tucson. I'm Hal Abrams. Pets for Ransom, authorities say, is a growing trend in Tucson and south of the border. It's the same scenario. A precious pet goes missing, and just as fast as the poster goes up, someone calls to claim the reward. But it's not just luck that leads the finder to a pet. It's a crime that's happening in our own neighborhoods. Marsh Myers of the Animal Cruelty Task Force says he's seen cases where a home burglar takes valuable pets and later calls the owner to front the cash in exchange for the animal back. It happened to Carrie McCluskey. A potential buyer came to her home and a few days later, four English bulldogs were stolen. Karen later found one dog in the newspaper advertised for sale. They were asking $2,500 for him, no papers. To safeguard your pet, Marsh says owners should register dogs and be sure they always wear collars with identification. You can even have a microchip implanted in your dog. That can help prove ownership. And, of course, keeping a current photo of your animal can help the police. And contact authorities immediately if you suspect your dog has been stolen or is being held for ransom. Get more tips and breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Earth-conscious consumers have an eco-friendly choice in pet care. The Simple Solution Natural line of 100% all-natural pet products, 100% biodegradable training pads, biodegradable even by California standards. They'll biodegrade faster than an orange peel. Also, Simple Solution Natural Pet Stain and Odor Remover, a great alternative to harsh chemicals found in traditional household cleaners. Simple Solution Natural, based on a way of life. Find Simple Solution at Petco, PetSmart, or your local pet retailer. The Pet Expo is coming to the Greater Reading Expo Center. All your favorite pets under one roof. Dogs, cats, birds, reptiles, horses, ferrets, and pot-bellied pigs. Hey, cat lovers, don't miss the AACE Cat Show. You like large cats? How about a 400-pound Bengal tiger? Or marvel at the high-flying performance dogs. Watch the rare and ancient breed dog show. See the rainforest reptile shows. And kids, enjoy the petting zoo and pony rides. Check out the great show prices on pet products and accessories. It's all at the Pet Expo at the Greater Reading Expo Center. Bring the whole family. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at caninecaviar.com. 
That's www.caninecaviar.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. My favorite part of the day is heading out to the dog park, getting a little time off from work, and uh, getting the dog to take a walk and do Mm -hmm. his business. And of course, I, being the good dog guardian that I am, clean up after myself. I take uh, after yourself or after your dog. (laughs) Oh, I let him clean up after himself. Uh, we, we, we clean up after each other, and not a lot of people realize this, but when you leave your dog do there and he does his business and you take off, it's not just a, you know an eyesore or something that somebody can step into, but it's a, it's a breeding ground for all kinds of parasites and infection. The next dog that comes along, comes and sniffs it, uh-huh. can get sick. Yeah. So there's so many reasons to clean up after your dog other than the, the fact that it's just a nice thing to do. We have Nikki Walters on the phone. Hi, Nikki. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. Where are we calling you? Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. You are the creator of the Pooper Trooper. Is that correct? My husband is actually um, the one who came up with it, but I've, I've been along for the ride. <laughs> you're, the, you're the marketing guy. He's the, he's the guy who invented it, right? Exactly. Okay. Now tell us, what is the Pooper Trooper? We are a dog waste management service, and we've been serving the Seattle area and east side for over five years now. And uh, we we say that we take the ick out of dog ownership. <laughs> so you travel around from uh, house to house, commission, contracted, I assume, and clean up after dogs? That's what we do. Um, we, we actually service both residential and commercial properties in which um, we come in and, uh, by using a rake method, pick up the waste and treat it and double bag it and what, what kind of care of it. What kind of method do you use? We use a rake method, so it allows us to thoroughly thatch the waste from the ground. So it it, it offers a more thorough cleaning than using a shovel or anything along that line. I can understand residential service people have animals in the yard, but what kind of commercial services do you provide? Uh, well, actually, there's um, we, we actually service um, different businesses that allow um, people to bring their dogs to work. Um, we are an authorized distributor of Doggy Pot Pet Waste Stations products, so we'll come and, um, you know, they have the self-contained unit that has the bag dispenser as well as the um, receptacle, uh-huh. and we'll come out and empty the receptacle, make sure the bags are all cleaned in there, and just do a, a, a general you know, look around the area to make sure nobody missed. And uh, is the doggy pot like a, a porta potty? Kind of, I suppose. <laughs> it's, it's, Except that you don't actually go in it, <laughs> but okay. it's where it ends up. <laughs> but everybody puts their their doggy poo in there, and then you collect that. Yes. Okay. And uh, does this uh, is this a profitable business? Does this pay the rent, Nikki? It you know it it is now. It took a long time to build up to this point. Is you know it's. It's definitely still a, a topic that people are, are getting used to talking about and um, and, and learning. You know, it, it, basically they say that eighty uh, percent of dog owners don't realize that dog waste poses threats from parasites, so they don't really see the need for our service other than the unsightliness. Um, so it's it's taken us a while to to train people and. And a lot of it is, is lives are getting so much busier. You know, they're working so many more hours, and by the time they get home, it's dark out, and they don't have time to get out there and 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 pick up the dog's stuff in the in the dark. So it's it's it, you know it poses a problem with challenging schedules. Are you uh, planning on expanding? Right now, you're in the Seattle area. Um, we we service a pretty wide area here. Um, we are looking to to do some franchising in in the near future. Um, because we do have. 
you know, some needs that are outside of our current service area. You know, one of the, the major costs of running our business is gas, and so we have to be pretty structured and disciplined on our routes. You can uh, you can go ahead and get that. It sounds like it uh, could be a pooper trooper call right now. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to turn away any business. Uh, Nikki, uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Have Nick, a wonderful day. Nikki Walters and uh, I'll put her information at the animalradio.com website if you're interested in this. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. <laughs> Every day after uh, work, Judy can attest to this. I, I head into the office, close the door, and turn on my heart music. You made fun of me at first, Judy. I know that, but I see a difference. You in do you. see a difference. I come out relaxed, and really, there's not a lot that can bother me. And I've noticed the studio cat. He joins you, and he's much more relaxed afterwards as well. Really? Yes. Well, he's always relaxed, though. I wonder if. Heart music has the same effect on animals, like Boog, my studio cat, as it does. I'm just about to fall asleep. I better turn this <laughs> off there for a second. We have on the phone with us Diane Schneider. Hi, Diane. How are you doing? You produced a CD called Harp of Hope, the yes. Animal Therapy Edition, and it is heart music. Obviously, you believe, and you're going to prove it, that uh, animals love heart music. It's good for their stress levels. It may even heal them if they're sick. Is this true? Yes, Hal. At least that's what the many listeners to the CD are telling me. <laughs> Do you play harp yourself? I am a harpist. Okay. Yes. And I am a vibration medicine specialist or a vibration therapy specialist, which is a person who uses the vibrations of the harp in a particular sequence, in a particular way of ordering the tempo, the key, the combination of notes, the sequencing, the intervals of the notes, in a particular way to address symptoms. One of my, my sick cats, uh, I, I try to purr him. I, I try to get him purring as often as I can because I've always believed that purring, the vibration, is healthful. Cats actually are known to do a lot of self-healing through purring, and, and that somehow they believe that's the origin of the cats have nine lives idea. Okay, so there's, uh, there's certain vibrations that you hit on your harp that uh, do one thing or another to the animals. That's right. Now, is there, is there like high notes that are better than low notes? For certain conditions, you use high notes in certain ways because high notes are more energy-raising, generally speaking. Um, you know, if you, uh, if you hear somebody screaming, that's going up the scale. And it's it's more energizing, as opposed to when you put your feet up, Hal, you mm -hmm. probably prefer those more mellow, lower notes, which immediately allow people to kind of exhale, and animals as well, and you begin to see the cats putting their heads down and the dogs settling themselves and uh, so but for therapeutic purposes you really need both in a particular combination and that's kind of where the science of it comes in and I've been researching that uh, for many years starting out doing that for humans then we discovered that it was working effectively for cats dogs horses and birds and cows and gorillas yes 
incredibly. We every day I am getting emails from people telling me it's working with hamsters or it's working with uh, bunnies or. Um, I have a harp student actually here in St. Augustine, and she had a bird that was actually self-mutilating, and she uses the Harp of Hope CD and claims that that bird, Isaac, Isaac the cockatoo, Mm -hmm. uh, just becomes much mellower and quits um, self that kind of self-mutilating behavior when she plays the CD for him. Now, I assume you've been a harpist for quite some time. Is this something you just happened to notice when you were playing the harp with your animals in the room? I actually noticed it first, Judy, uh, when I was serving in uh, serving as a chaplain in hospitals, and I was doing end-of-life care and working with critical illness and would uh, bring the harp in and find that patients had such a... Uh, a calm response and would begin to improve in many symptoms, everything from migraines to a racing heart, and we could calm a lot of that down. Then I myself have always been a foster mom for animals and have two cats adopted from the Humane Society. Phantom is 17 and Frosty is 10, and they both have some health issues. And so I uh, have been using the harp with them. And of course, it's easy to notice immediately. You know, they come, Frosty will come and wrap herself around the base of the harp. Wow. Uh, she, in fact, was is the one, her story is featured in the Harp of Hope uh, animal therapy CD. And she's the one who was found frozen in a Minnesota minus 20 or 30 winter, and we really didn't expect her to, her to survive. And so I was fostering her and began to do harp treatments for her three or four times a day, uh, as well as some massage and prayer over her. And mm-hmm. she actually was able to regenerate three of her feet that had been scheduled for amputation. Wow. As well, it's hard to believe this, but she had both ears frozen off. Mm-hmm. And the vet said, those aren't going to come back. Well, you probably know the end of the story. Within two weeks, she had two new ears standing up there nice and straight. And I took her in, and the vet said, I have no idea what is going on here. She said, I don't know what you did, but we have hundreds of cats whose ears freeze off in Minnesota every year. I've never seen one whose ears have come back. And she said, but, you know, those ears are never going to have fur on them. Well, two more weeks, she's got these furry little ears, and that's Frosty, and she's right here as we're talking. They're both, they're both here today. How long ago was that with Frosty? That was, she now is 10, and so that was nine years ago. Wow. Will this grow hair on my head? <laughs> I, know, I know what it will do. It will release tense muscles. It will calm anxiety. It will improve digestion. It will induce a restful sleep. The endorphins, they go up so that... If you're dealing with like a bad back or something like that, they will help with the pain management. That alone should keep your hair on your head if you're balding like me. (laughs) (laughs) And the ability to relieve stress in animals is just an incredible benefit. Uh, Even if it did nothing else, as we know, stress is a leading cause of digestive disorders and um, behavior problems in dogs and cats. Uh, It's quite amazing. And what I love about it is there are no negative side effects. So you can certainly do it in addition to other therapies. Uh, And as some of the people say who are writing me now about it, they'll say, I didn't expect to be completely relaxed, too, because people are usually pretty freaked out when their animals are ill. And Uh I know how I feel. And when I'm 
we're doctoring Phantom now for E17, and we're doctoring him for chronic renal failure. And, um, you know, I'm on the lookout for all kinds of things that work. Well, harp music does work for him. <laughs> These are 17 songs that are on the CD. And by the way, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to give some away. These songs, are they just random songs played with a harp, or did you select them because they had healing effects? Well, my research for many years was uh, in the area of sequencing vibrations from certain parts of the harp. You know, something different happens in the animal brain as well as the human brain when you go do, re, mi, instead of doing mi, re, do. Those two things create different activity in the brain. So that's the basis of of this and that the pieces themselves were arranged by me. I wrote all the arrangements and they were then sequenced in a particular order to uh, for 68 minutes of gradually stabilizing heart rate, lowering blood pressure, um, or raising blood pressure if that's what's needed and calming, leading to restful, deeper sleep, helping with pain management and as we were saying, you know, helping with stress just calming the atmosphere. Diane, we appreciate you spending time with us. This is awesome. In fact, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give away five of these at one eight four of these. Four of these. I'm keeping one. <laughs> Good, Judy. At one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. And as soon as I'm done with that, I'm going back into my office and turning on the, the CD and listening for a while. A satisfied customer. Where there. can where can we get Heart of Hope Animal Therapy Edition? Well, the simple website is just harpofhope.com, harpofhope.com. Of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Diane Schneider, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you both. Hi, this is Emmy Lou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay new to your pet. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe... This is Animal Radio. Okay, we did get an answer on the uh, canine question. How many teeth do dogs have? She didn't want to go on the air, though. Huh? <laughs> no. Jane Plimpton of Santa Maria, California, listening on KSMA, correctly guessed 42 teeth. 42 I, teeth. I didn't know that. And you've been in the business for a while, <laughs> the veterinary portion of the business. 42 teeth, that's a lot of chompers there, and you got to take care of those teeth. It is so very, very important, not just for vanity, but for your uh, pet's health. That's for, that's for cats, too, by the way. one 405 8405 Congratulations, Jean. She picks up a, uh, a package that includes a free teeth cleaning. Not for her, but for her dog. Do we know her dog's name? Didn't get her dog's name? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, get her dog's name, will you? Okay. Well, this last weekend, Westminster, going on in New York and Hotel Penn, the uh, the home of Westminster for a lot of the dogs that uh, are actually showing. Yes. I believe Rufus yeah, from yeah. a couple of years back was uh, staying right there. Staying right there at the Hotel Penn. And uh, we're actually tuning in with Debbie Zimmerman. Uh, she is a masseuse, and she's at the Hotel Penn taking care of some of the dogs there. Hi, Debbie. Well, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys? Very, Very good. good. Have you seen a lot of stressed dogs? <laughs> I have. They're like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? This isn't home. And, and what are all these interesting smells around here? And that's your job is to help them calm down, huh? Yes, it is. And at least trying to get them focused so that they're not bouncing all over the walls and, and really stressing the owners. The owners have enough to be thinking about right now. Sure. How do you do that? 
Well, what I do is I actually do deep tissue muscle relaxation. I have aromatherapy products that I use that kind of help chill them out as well and things like that. I'm also doing stretches and, and you know, sometimes these muscles, they, these dogs can be so tense and you touch them and it's kind of like a horse where, you know, that whole back starts wiggling out and they're just like, wow, leave me alone. <laughs> Do all the dogs like it? Not all of them. Um, there are certain breeds, for example, like a greyhound or a sighthound, uh, salukis, things like that. They tend to be very, don't touch me. You know, I don't know you, I'll pass. Thank you very much. But I bet the ones that you do touch uh, end up doing very well in the ring. Yeah, I have actually, in the years past, I've uh, brought a St. Bernard to have a top breed. Uh, I had a Doxy that I worked on earlier this week. I know that they got best of opposite. So when I go over to Madison Square Gardens, I am seeing... The dogs I worked on, it's like, oh, I did that one, and I did that one, and I did that one. Are there massage techniques that we can use at home to relax our animals? And they may not be show dogs, but they may be stressed. No, and I agree with you, because that's one of the things that we, whether we realize it or not, the dogs are our de-stressors. We come home, we have a bad day. Fido's sitting there, how can I help you, Mom and Dad? You know, what can I do for you? And you're right. Um, and that's one of the things I do try and do is show people what they can do with their animals. And a lot of times what I say is as you're petting your dog, uh, just kind of work the shoulder areas and, and work along the back down to the tail area. And not just the pet, but move your fingers and bend your fingers so it pulls up. And not hard, but I always have people start like with the eyeball pressure. Really? Yeah. And then the dogs will tell you if they want it. They'll push more into your fingers, and they'll tell you when it's too hard. I know cats that do that. Yes. Is it good for cats, too? Yeah, a lot of times when I go to a client's house, and if they've got a cat, the cat ends up in my lap as well. I, I've had people come out, and it's like, what are you doing with the cat? And it's like, I don't know, ask the cat. And it turns out it's a feral cat, even. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking this radio thing might not work out. I, I'm wondering if I wanted to be a masseuse, what can I do to learn how to be a masseuse for animals? And does it is it is it a, a job that would pay the rent? It's still very new on the market. Okay. Um, I tell people you need to take a look at schools. Some of the massage places, massage schools, have like a small animal program. That's how I started. Really? Yes. And it's just... Education is a huge thing. I mean, I have been doing this for six years now. I've been here at the Hotel Pen for four. And it's, I'm learning something new from the dogs all the time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it takes some time to learn this. It's not just a weekend uh, at community college. Oh, uh, no. No, not at all. I, I spent several months, evenings and weekends learning it. And I have Akitas at home. And I've learned a lot of the dog behavior from them. But if you decide that this is what you want to do and you start working on someone else's animal, you want to make sure you're not going to get bit. Sure. I, I, I bet you've been bit once or twice. No, I have not. Never? Very yeah. good. Wow, that's yeah. surprising. I, I read them very well. Listeners in the New York area that are interested in uh, visiting with you or getting their animal massaged, I just like saying that word. Uh, what, uh, how would they get in touch with you, and how much does something like that cost? The the cost is a dollar a minute. 
We are at the Hotel Pennsylvania uh, down in the green room. How about after this weekend? I go back to California. Oh, so you're you're California. So if right. so if you're listening in California or uh, anywhere along the coast, there, do you have a website? I actually have the cell phone, and, and people are passing my business cards all over the place. Okay, I'll I can leave that phone number. We'll get that information. We'll okay. put it up uh, for people that are interested. You can check out animalradio.com. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're very welcome. It was quite a pleasure. Have fun. Sounds like a fun gig. I need to get out and do that. <laughs> yes, I think yeah, I'm you know, getting... next year we expect to see you here. Just yes. to come check it out. We'll be there. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm going to be competition. I'm going to get a new job. I'm going to be a dog masseuse. I, I you think know what? you should do that. Yes. Yeah, come and share my booth with me. I, I'll, I'll help you out. <laughs> there you go. Debbie Zimmerman joining us uh, live from Westminster in the Hotel Pan on Animal Radio. That's all we have time for this hour. If you're leaving us now, remember, there's lots more streaming online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at AnimalRadio.com, including uh, updates, news updates. You can actually get news updates about animals worldwide at AnimalRadio.com. Sign up for that right there. And, of course, we are streaming online and on any cell phone. Simply text ANIMAL to 27627. And remember, if you get a pet, please spay or neuter. If it happens to be a cat, don't declaw. And always adopt from your local shelter. I'm Judy Francis. I'm Hal Abrams. Have a great week. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio on this fine station. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Hey, Animal Thrill Seekers. This hour of Animal Radio originally aired October 2006. You know, we had a lot of fun making it. We hope you enjoy it again. Remember, you can get fresh Animal Radio at AnimalRadio.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio Network. Uh, quite a lineup. <laughs> quite a lineup today you have, Judy. Yeah, I'm insulted over here. Why is that? You told me no more woohoos. Well, no, I thought the ferret was much cuter. <laughs> do, do your ferret for everybody. Because you used to do the... Didn't you do the Budweiser ferret? Yes, I did. Meow. <laughs> I have to work with this, ladies. Yeah, well. Adrian Zamed joining us today. I remember him from T.J. Hooker. Oh, he was a hottie back then. I guess he still is. He's still working very hard, I understand. He was in uh, Grease, too. The movie? The movie. Yes, he was. And uh, from HGTV. Wow, what a surprise. (laughs) The DeResta brothers. Aren't they hilarious? I just love them. John and Jimmy, if you've had a chance to check them out yet on HGTV, which we find out is the 13th most watched network, which I think is good. Well, that was yesterday. Yeah, it could be the number five today. Networks come and go pretty fast. Uh, Also, a bunch of scoop-free litters out the door today. Load it, leave it, love it. There's some lucky kitties and people out there that are getting these. These are great. We're looking for your funniest cat names. 1-866-405-8405. I can't read my handwriting here. Oh, <laughs> do you have a, an obese cat, a fat cat, or a fat dog? Listen up today. We'll tell you the truth about that because it could be very, very serious. Uh-oh. Also, Hollywood pet trainers. That's all I can tell you right now. I, I see that they train cockroaches. We'll find out more. <laughs> 
cockroaches. Yeah. But first, your calls. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Joanna. Hi, Joanna. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I was hoping you guys could help me out with a problem I'm having. No problem. Where are you calling from? North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Yes. Are you, are you listening on the internet or on the radio? Uh, online. Online. Okay. What what kind of problem you got going on there? Hopefully we can help you. I hope you can. Um, I have three dogs. They're very social dogs. They're like children to me. Of course. Um, but lately, um, the neighbor had apparently his dog got off of its chain and was attacked by another dog. And he's blaming our dogs for the aggressors. Oh, okay. And let me let me let me make sure I have this right. Your your neighbor's dog was attacked. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that it was your dogs. He's saying that our dogs are the ones that attacked it, and they wouldn't hurt a fly. Mm. And I am looking for some way to prove that I don't have aggressive dogs, like an attitude, a behavioral temperament kind of oh. testing okay. that we could... Has this ended up in the courts? Not yet. Um, he's talked to animal control and he has talked to the police department because we are within city limits. And um, So what, what, they, what will the temperament test do? What will you do with it? What I would do with it, I would take that as proof um, that they're not aggressive dogs because that is his insinuation that we have aggressive dogs. Um, Are you sure that they were not involved? 100% sure. They were locked up in our home. Mm. The only time our dogs are outside is when and they're on chains when we're away from home during the day. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, our dogs are with us. Mm -hmm. so they go places with us. We go hiking. We take them kayaking. Mm -hmm. um, so they got the wrong park. party there is what you're saying. Um, I'm... Well, I've never seen his dog off of the chain, yeah. and he is saying that it was attacked. I beg to differ with him. I think maybe it got hit by a car. Which is another argument, ladies and gentlemen, for keeping your dogs not chained up. Just a horrible thing to do. Yeah, 24-7. It it's horrible. Say kids come by and provoke the, the dog, your dog. He has nothing to do but become an angry little animal. Uh, well, hold on a second. Judy can... Uh... So you're basically looking for some documentation to prove that your dogs are friendly. Something that will hold water, yes. Okay. I have um, two rescue dogs and a smaller dog that I bought from per private individual. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to a pet shop or when you buy an animal, you don't necessarily get a behavioral temperament test. There are breeds that you kind of look out for to be aggressive. Sure. And then there's other ones, you know, somebody could say that your chihuahua was aggressive. <laughs> and there are so many things, so many horrible things that you can be made to do if your dog is deemed aggressive. Sure. Judy, doesn't AKC have a temperament test of sorts? Yeah. You know, a lot of shelters and everybody has their own temperament testing that they do. But the AKC has put together what they call the Canine Good Citizen Program.
And what this is, it's basically your dog goes through a series of tests that are along the lines of temperament testing. Um, there are things as such coming when called, uh, reaction to other dogs, reaction to distractions, just a variety of tests that you can go through with AKC's program for your dog to receive a canine good citizen certificate and what you can do is you can go to their website which is www.akc.org and they have a listing that you can go ahead and put in your state and your city and they will tell you where you can have this done in your local area and don't be confused by the AKC your dog does not have to be a purebred or anything anybody can do this and your dog can go through this testing and you can actually get a certificate for your dog proving that he is social and he can pass all these different tests and this is great if you're looking for an apartment uh, or uh, any any time you need to prove that the animal that you're with is is uh, well behaved exactly A former employee of mine had adopted a dog from a shelter in New York, and they automatically give this behavioral test. But the rescue Mm -hmm. agency that I I worked with to get the two that we have Mm -hmm. didn't offer anything like that. And here I... Because these are my children, may as well be, they're my heart and my soul... I take them everywhere. If I go to the grocery store, I don't have a problem loading up my dogs and going. We go off on the weekends. Like I said, we go hiking. We go kayaking. They're very friendly, social dogs. Mm -hmm. And it just scares me to think that somebody can say that I have aggressive dogs and all of a sudden I have to have a concrete floor with chain link fencing and a roof and they have to be on a leash all the time and Mm -hmm. you know that it's just a horrible thing well check out that website and then let us know what happens we'd be interested to to follow this up and find out uh, what happens what all the test involves yeah yeah and and a little bit learn a little bit about the test too all right well I do appreciate your time thanks a lot I'll check that out thanks Joanne hold on one second 1-866-405-8405 If you have a funny cat name for a scoop-free litter, we want to hear from you. If you want to talk to Joy, thereby talking to your pet. She's an animal communicator if you're new to the show. 1-866-405-8405 Let's see, we're going to call Adrian's med up, who I I remember vividly from TJ Hooker. Mm -hmm, You got it. Uh, Hal and Judy on Animal Radio. America's number one most listened to pet talk thanks to you phone number guess I should have done this off the air the uh, long distance code uh, pin code zip code secret code code on blue code rack I'll just throw in some numbers there at the end Hello. Adrian, this is Hal and Judy from Animal Radio. How you doing, Hal? Hi, Judy. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. We're, uh, I guess we're, we're calling you on the set, are we not? I guess I should keep my voice down, huh? No, no, no. Actually, I'm, I'm actually backstage. I'm doing a, a musical uh, right now, and I'm actually getting ready for the show. And what musical is it? Uh, it's, it's a 50s, 60s review. Uh, it's kind of like what it is. It's all kind of like just, uh, you know, it's called Jukebox Live. Very good. And uh, what are we? Are we calling you in New York? 
Uh, I'm actually in Mackinac, Michigan, of all places. <laughs> Mackinac, Michigan. It actually sounds like a lovely place right now. Uh, it actually, it's quite gorgeous. The uh, fall is just, you know, starting here, and the leaves are turning, and it's just a spectacular place to be right now. I bet. Now, when you travel, do you take any animals with you? Uh, can you hear my dog in the background right yes. now? Yes, <laughs> yes. The, That's my the, dog, Mark, and that, uh, my, this dog kind of goes everywhere with me. And he likes traveling, huh? The dog probably has more frequent flyer miles than most people in this in this country. Very, very good. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm very proud to, that you're part of uh, what uh, Tammy Grimes is doing. Dogs deserve better, and uh, lending your name to that there. Well, I'm glad that I could help in any you know way that I can. I wish I could do m much more for her. I wish I could actually go and you know try to get some of these dogs that are chained you know and do a hands-on situation. But, but I travel and it's tough for me. But Whenever I can help, I said, please, I will, you know, do your commercials. I'll do whatever it is. Because, you know, it's like I always say that, you know, the dogs don't choose this life. No, they don't. They, they don't. <laughs> you know, and I, I, uh, one of the things I've always said about uh, the, the situation is, what if we gave our dogs 24 hours to control our lives? Wow. Mm. That might, might be scary. This one. Just handed over our lives completely to the dog, and we can do everything that the dog wants to do, we're, or allows us to do, we'll do. I happen to think that we would be treated pretty darn well. We'd be playing a lot. Uh -huh. We'd be given a lot of love. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. um, and, uh, you know, I just if people can just look at it from the perspective of, of the animal, that, you know, people think that animals are possessions and that they're... Uh, there's an ignorance, you know, you know, many times about the whole situation. To be perfectly honest, I didn't know very much about um, Tammy's uh, organization until she really contacted me to a, a friend of mine that was involved with it. And I really had no idea that, I just had heard about dogs being chained up for a long time, but I didn't know that it was such a common, common, common thing for dogs to be chained up for their entire lives. Right. There's no way to live. No way to live. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, they've got like a ten foot radius that they basically live in, and that's it. Yeah, and that's that it. It leads to a lot of stress, which leads to health problems. It's just a horrible way to live. And if you know uh, know somebody that has a neighbor, uh, maybe uh, you should turn them on to DogsDeserveBetter.org and get a little information over there. You understand? She's in. Uh, she just uh, was spent a little time in jail. <laughs> I I knew you. You know, that's the. The irony of this entire situation is that, you know, she did this amazing uh, publicity stunt for Dogs Deserve Better yes. uh -huh. this last summer that I actually was fortunate enough to be able to be there to kick it off, help her kick it off. Thank you. On the day. I was actually doing a show in Pittsburgh, and I, I just was able to go over there when they actually launched it. And it was uh, an event where they tied people to dog houses that had been uh, confiscated in, in these rescues. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, you know, it was to, to show and illustrate, you know, what it's like for a human being to live in this, you know, small, you know, uh, area. And, and, and they had access to go to a, an outdoor porta potty. Mm -hmm. But that was it. That's all they had. Uh, and uh, we tried to get a lot of national exposure, you know, so that people can. And the whole idea was for people to be aware of what this is all about and what's what's just outside in their own, you know, neighbor's backyard. Yet Tammy has to go and get arrested for saving a dog that was absolutely dying. There's no question the dog was dying. Right. And the girl has to go and get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and fifty thousand dollar bail. You know what I mean to get her out so that Jeez. you know we 
start making something aware of it. But well, we appreciate you lending your name to the uh, to the cause because it is all very important to uh, free our dogs. Don't be keeping yeah. them on chains. And you know, I I get. That, that, you know, people have grown up their entire lives with maybe from their grandparents and their great-grandparents. They've always had dogs, and they didn't have fences, so they just chained the dog up outdoors, you know, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and, and kept it out there. And I also get the idea that sometimes if you don't have a fence, that you'll want to give the dog a little bit of, of fresh air and all. But this is what we're talking about here is the absolute extreme you know, uh, situations. And there are quite a few of them all over this country where the dog's, Sometimes they forget about the dog in the yard, and they don't even give it water or food for a few days. Mm. Craziness. They're finding out that there's a connection between Jane dogs and being having children being bit by dogs now. You mean abused children? No, no, no. Oh, dogs yeah. being no. bit. Okay, yes. No, kids being bit by dogs on chains. Oh, because they go up and they provoke them, and of course these dogs are already stressed out to begin with. Right. Oh, absolutely. There's absolutely no question. They have their territory that's only 10, a radius of 10 feet. Yeah. So if, even if they if they suddenly break that chain, of course, they're out on the hunt mm-hmm. to try to, you know, uh, uh, you know, let out that aggravation. I don't I, you know, I don't know I want to open up a can of worms here and I don't want people to start coming after me. But I I did a last year. I did a show somewhere in the Poconos and an author came up to me who was an ex uh, ex detective mm-hmm. who wrote a novel. Mm-hmm. And I, I've got the novel sitting at home somewhere. And this detective found a lot of, here I'm opening up a crazy can of worms here, but oh, go ahead. a lot of correlation with serial killers yes. and dog abuse. Oh, no, there, that is, uh, that is a proven fact. It has been documented that many pe- serial killers started off kicking the dog, abusing mm-hmm. the killing the dog. And yeah. It, it's, uh, so you're not really opening a can of worms, not really anything new, uh, but yeah, a, a lot of pe- not a lot of people know that, and well, I'm glad they yeah. can bring it. Yeah, these serial killers, they get bored with animals because they're defenseless, and they, the thrill wears off after a while, so they go on to something bigger and better, which is right. humans. Sure. Yeah. Adrian's met yeah. with us. I'm going to let you get back to work there, buddy, but I want to thank all you right. so I'm much for spending time with us. i to talk to all of you. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, the Duresta brothers joining us. All right. From uh, HGTV. From what series? Uh, the Duresta. I uh, hammered. <laughs> you're, I know you're training me. Yes, I am. Phones are ringing off the hook here. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Most radio studios mute the phones. We don't. <laughs> Oh, looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane, star of Be Humane Goes Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals. Shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. You see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane, Go Shopping. Don't forget, 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org. 
preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. And joining us, top dog at Scoop Free, is Alan Cook. Hi, Alan. How you doing? Doing great, Hal. How about yourself? Well, i got to tell you, there is so much buzz about Scoop Free. Everywhere we go now, <laughs> people are talking about the Funniest Names contest that we've done this last month. And it has just flown by. And I guess we're going to call some winners in just a couple of minutes and tell them that they won a Scoop Free litter. What were some of your favorite names here? Oh, uh, we got some good ones. Uh-huh. One of them uh, was actually very similar to my cat's name, whose nickname is Little Dude. And uh, we have someone out here who's uh, nicknamed their cat Dude, uh, who they adopted in uh, June, and we're frantically deciding what to name him. And that, that was Cheryl. We're going to give her a call in just a couple of minutes and find out why she named him Dude. <laughs> well, why did you name your cat Little Dude? Well, I his name. Well, he's his name is Lucky, uh, but sometimes just out of reflex, I'm like, "Hey, little dude, why don't you come on over here?" And he just know his head picks up and off he goes. <laughs> what were some of the other names you liked? Uh, Gene Meyer's cat Velcro. Ooh, uh, I love with, that. And you know, because Velcro is a very friendly cat, and it seems like wherever, you, whenever you walk by Velcro, Velcro <laughs> jumps onto your leg, and you just have to shake your leg to uh, get the cat off. There's just a couple right there, and uh, we'll leave the rest for suspense. You know. And the, all these people are going to pick up on a scoop-free automatic litter unless they already have one. Then we're going to give them some cartridges. By the way, i got to tell you, uh, as you know, Alan, we have four of these litters throughout the studios here. They are, uh, well, they've changed yeah. Judy's life. <laughs> We've been hearing wonderful stories from our customers all across the country how uh, the odors are cut down dramatically. They can leave it alone for weeks at a time. Uh, people tell us, you know, it's just the easiest and, like, freshest cleaning litter they've ever used. Well, you have that uh, that motto, which is load it, leave it, love it. It's fantastic. And you can learn more, of course, at scoopfree.com. Alan, we'll talk to you at the end of October. Alan, Judy, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, now listen up. In a couple of minutes, we're going to give away some of these awesome litters. 1-866-405-8405. We want to know your funniest cat names. Also, the DeResta brothers from the new series on HGTV, Hammered joining us in just a couple of minutes. I think they're already on hold. Aren't they, isn't one on the West Coast and one on the East Coast? Yes, they live in two different locations. So you're actually, it's it's a miracle that we can get them together, right? Hey, I'm the miracle producer. You I'll are. get them together. Animal Radio, not only brought to you by Judy Francis, but PetMate. When transporting your pet kennel size is critical to your pet safety, the new PetMate Very Kennel Ultra is available in a wide variety of colors and sizes and meets airline requirements. Visit them at www.petmate.com. We'll be back with more Animal Radio. Don't go anywhere. Hi, this is Clive Sears from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please, please remember to spay and see your pet. This is an Animal Radio News Update made possible by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Can I get a wash, wax, vacuum, and detail? Oh, and a flea dip, please. This is Hal Abrams. Car wash owner Michael Seal is putting a new shine on the area's car wash industry. About a week ago, Seal added a pet wash to his existing car wash business, the Adirondack Car Wash. Now, the pet wash is located inside the main building, and $5 will buy customers eight minutes to use a system that comes equipped with all the products, including the blow dryers. The pet wash even includes flea and tick products as well as deodorizers. So far, Seal says it's been really popular. He believes that the service people are very happy to have. 
So the next time you're getting the car waxed in detail, don't forget to bring Fluffy. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Does that pesky pet stain keep reappearing after you've cleaned it with a household cleaner? Try Simple Solution Stain and Odor Remover. Simple Solution is formulated specifically for pet stain and odors. The unique enzyme and probacteria formula breaks down the glue-like proteins in pet urine, then absorb all the leftover particles, leaving your carpet completely free of harmful residue. So no more magical reappearing acts or pets returning to the area. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Fido-Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido-Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911. Hooray! For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hey, Animal Thrill Seekers, this hour of Animal Radio originally aired October 2006. You know, we had a lot of fun making it. We hope you enjoy it again. Remember, you can get fresh Animal Radio at AnimalRadio.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you doing? First of all, uh, I, I got to just talk to Judy for one second. It seems that there's an underlying theme. A month ago, we had Rebecca Coles from Rebecca's Garden on. Two weeks ago, it was Clive Pierce from, uh, what was that, Design to Sell? Yes. And, and this week, you guys? Yay. Yay. What's going on here? Someone, uh, are you in with HDTV or something like Somebody's that? Somebody's getting a payoff. You guys have a brand new show, Hammered with John and Jimmy DeResta. Uh, now, which one, because I get you mixed up, which one is the short yellow bus one, and which one is uh, the... Uh, Wait a minute. I'm the uh, I'm the goofy sidekick. I'm John, the older brother, former New York City transit cop turned comedian. You were a cop? I was a cop in the subway of New York for 12 years. Wow. And then Our you... motto, you ride, we hide. 
And then so you, you decided to become a comic because it's an obvious transition, well, right? I, I'll tell you briefly, there was an article. Hold on. That's my wife calling in. Okay. <laughs> uh, John's wife is calling in right now. I, I believe he's not even going to accept the call. No, I didn't. I, I hit her off. Oh, that's geez. okay. We wanted to hear. She's a good guy. Okay. And then, uh, so. I, I, I'll tell you briefly. I, I was a New York City transit cop, always wanted to be a comedian. And then it was an article about how Jimmy and my other brother, Joey, were in the toy business in the <laughs> local newspaper. A uh -huh. uh, big full-page article, how they're so creative, they're so... Uh, there, there's my wife calling again. Well, go ahead, answer it. Okay, hold on. Find out what, what she wants. You got Could it. Be hold important. on. Hold on. Hello? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm uh, in the middle of doing a radio interview, and I cannot pick you up. Uh-oh. Okay. Probably one of his children. I'll call one you back in 10 minutes. Children. He's going to get in yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah. That's my son. I have three kids. <laughs> really? You've been busy then. Yeah, I've been very busy. And at the end of this long article about how creative and, and fantastic Jimmy and Joey are, uh -huh. there was one line that said there's a third brother who's a civil <laughs> servant. So, so what's Joey doing now? That's what I want to know. Joey's in the Joey's still in the toy business. Toy yeah, Joey, our other brother, he's, he's a, he designs and develops products. Wow. Mostly for the toy business, but uh, outside the toy business as well. So you two are the black sheep. Well, Jimmy, you're actually very, very talented, very smart. Uh, very. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I watched you build a, a modern aquarium. Oh, uh, cool. I'm glad you saw that episode. Yeah, that was a fun episode. Yeah, I, I, of what course. What an idea. Yeah, I don't Thank expect you. any of the viewers would be able to do it. I mean, that's some tough work there you did. Yeah, well, you know, each episode we try to really just try to do something inventive. My My... My motivation is to inspire, educate, and entertain. That's John and I. That's our motive is to inspire, educate, and entertain. So you come away with a little bit of how-to, but not necessarily how to do exactly what I'm doing. I have 20-plus years of experience creating and building. So Yeah, if I, if I could do what you did, I would not be doing radio. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is where is that aquarium? I want one. Well, that, that particular aquarium was so heavy that we just kept it on set. It's going to be one of those props that if we ever ended up on, like, another show or something, uh -huh. we'd bring along with us, but it'll find a home eventually, but it just or, happened you know to be what, so too, heavy, we kept it there. We, we talk about keeping some of the bigger uh, builds that we do, uh, some of the stuff we actually give away and, and the, the people keep it, and something like the fish tank we keep, and hopefully we do some, uh, when we do live events, you know, if we yeah. start doing, you know, some personal appearances at some home shows or, you know, big things like that, people can, we, we have an episode coming up where we build a complete boat, a big fishing boat. Oh my, well, wow. the, the, the aquarium, what I liked about this, and this, uh, you know, well, this is radio, so I'll have to explain it here, is, is you made, uh, 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 an area for Jimmy, or excuse me, for John to stick his head up in, uh, under from underneath the aquarium and right. view the fish. Right, yeah. You a 360 degree view underwater, literally. Your head is right underneath inside. It's like a hat. Wow. It becomes basically like a, a fish tank hat. Now, did that come to you, that idea, at uh, like a happy hour or something? <laughs> I mean, that's a great idea. Oh, thank you. I, I've exercised my mind, and this is what I try to tell my students. Just exercise your mind in trying to think of interesting objects. And you kind of practice having breakthroughs. At first, I thought of how can I make an interesting fish tank, and I started thinking of various shapes. I knew this episode was coming up. And just through a series of just making sketches and just doing observances, it came to me that, hey, wouldn't it be cool to have a bell jar that you could put your head up inside of? And uh, it's just I practiced my mind to sort of... And we crisscrossed that with a real story. When I was a yeah. kid, 
Um, we were uh, fishing off our Uncle Tony's boat, and something brushed my leg. <laughs> and I got extremely scared. You know, to me, it was uh, back then, it was uh, Jaws, you know, it was in the late uh -huh. 70s. Yeah. So I thought it was a 40-foot great white, not a piece of seaweed. <laughs> so we, we tied that in where I would never really go scuba diving in real life. So Jimmy kind of built me this thing so I can get a, uh, you know, a cheap uh, scuba dive or a safe scuba dive, for lack of a better term. Yeah. John, you remind me of myself, a little ADD, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Possibly. It's like I could never complete a project. Like, uh, like We a have a fantastic uh, combination here because I really don't like, um, again, I'm an ex-civil servant, 12 years of doing absolutely nothing. Uh, and then I have three kids, three dogs, a rabbit, and a wife. So I'm, I'm always uh, tired. <laughs> so Jimmy does most of the physical work and the brain work, and I get to just kind of buy the supplies and, and commentate. So it's a fun show. Well, you have some of the worst commercials, I have to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? The one where we shoot the cameraman? <laughs> yeah, with the staple gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too much? No, Jimmy, Jimmy, I, love I, love it, I think she, she's joking around yes, that it's I'm intended to be like a bad job. Oh, yeah, that's what you build. Oh, I you see. Build yeah, yeah we, we can make anything except a good commercial. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, we got some criticism. That's why we were a little gun shy when you said that. But, uh, oh, no, no, no. Well, no. Screw no, I love it. You know, yeah, you, you'd be surprised. You know, we, we we're both good guys. Um, you know, and uh, we went into this, you know, thinking that hey, we're the greatest guys. Everyone's going to love us. And there's a good one percent of people that are like, you know, the commercials are a little rough, and they shot Aww. a cameraman. Aww, no. Like, it's just people that don't have a sense of humor. Well, you know what? My old boss said, if you're not getting any complaints, you're doing something wrong. Right. That's a good point. And yeah. also, uh, a few people have said. You know, uh, that fish tank is so involved. You know, uh, some people are confused. They think that it's a, a basically a how-to show. Oh, yeah. But it's it's more just, uh, like Jimmy said, it's just to get you, your, the, you know, the creative juices flowing. And there will be episodes where you could literally kind of make exactly what we make. But these first 13 that HGTV ordered, we wanted to make sure that... Uh, you know, we weren't just making a magazine rack on every episode. Well, I knew immediately that, well, at least within the first five minutes, that I wasn't going to be able to build that aquarium. But it didn't bother me because I, I find the show more entertaining exactly. than sure. how to. Oh, without a doubt, it's 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 a very uh, it's a rich show. You know, it's colorful, it's funny, it's witty, and it, and it's also silly. And stupid. I mean, like you said, I should be on the short yellow bus with a helmet. Uh, now, you're making some other uh, animal-related things. Uh, a junkyard Doghouse? Yeah, that should be up this weekend. The Junkyard Doghouse we made. My brother has... Uh, we're, all of us in the, in the family have dogs. My yeah. sister, my other brother has two dogs, and John's got a few dogs. I have two dogs. And we made a Junkyard Doghouse because my brother has a big Rottweiler, and uh, his neighbors were a little scared, so he made a compromise, and he brought the dog to our cousin's junkyard, so that we made a doghouse for him to suit the environment. Is this something that yeah, I, what is this going to look yeah. like? Well, we, just to try, in keeping with trying to keep inventive and working with, you, with what you have, we ended up making the doghouse out of car parts, sheet metal doors and, oh, and wow. car hoods and stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's an eclectic mix of the parts that we got at the junkyard. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's one of my favorites because the Rottweiler weighs 180 pounds. Oh my! So I'm kind of scared of him. So every time I'm near him, I have uh, I kind of have some Jerry Lewis poses. <laughs> the old Jerry Lewis, you know, it, uh -huh. with my you know, like you stick your little hand out and you curl it down for the dog to show you're safe. Uh -huh. But the rest of my body was all bladed and my vitals were covered just in case he was hungry. But I I, I know the dog very well. I've known the dog since he's a puppy, and uh, John hasn't got a chance to really get to know him. So he's about seven years old now but he is he is huge people are amazed at how big he got he looks wow. like a grizzly bear yeah oh he's very gosh. big
Any other animal-related uh, development? Oh, we, just did a, we just did a fantastic birdhouse. Really? Yeah. For the, oh, yeah, for a duck. For a wood, for the duck. wood duck. I don't know if you guys know the wood duck. No, what is a wood duck? What is that? The uh, wood duck is the duck that you typically see. It has like a white band on his neck. Okay. And, and these dark brown feathers, white band, and some and some green like in the head area. And you made a house for this? Uh, we duck? made a house, yeah. We went to Prospect Park in Brooklyn, and we spoke to the, the head of the Autobahn Center there, and he gave us some advice on what they would like. And uh, we built the birdhouse for Prospect Park. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that wood duck would one. be a good thing for that. Um, you know, in, in success, there'll be a lot more animal-related things. Yeah, coming up. But we did build a fishing boat, and uh, we're having a lot of fun with the show so far. Uh, and the ratings have gone up every week, which is, you know, at the end of the day, unfortunately, that's what everyone looks at it in the business end of it. Now, you, yep. two, you two don't live together. Yeah, in what's the, the deal? We're calling East Coast, West Coast. Uh, I moved to. I quit the New York City Transit Police eight years ago with a big TV deal, a big sitcom deal. Uh huh. And I moved my wife, three kids, three dogs, and a rabbit across country to L.A. And my sitcom ah. became the lowest-rated sitcom in the history of TV. <laughs> what, yeah. what sitcom what was, was it? It was called DeResta, which is our last name, and it was on UPN, the oh, network yes. that's just gone out of business. <laughs> um, we did 17 episodes. It was about my days as a transit cop. So I remained in L.A. So I'm out here eight years. Jimmy's still back in New York. And I travel back to New York to do the show. Now, I have a question. Now, we talked to Eddie Money recently, and he was a New York City cop turned singer. What's going on with all the New York City cops? They all take up all these different careers? Yeah, well, there's a few of us out there. You know, uh, Eddie Money didn't make it too far. His real name is Eddie Mahoney. So that's, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that. Um, and he, he, he barely made it out of the police academy. I think he was a few weeks shy of graduating when he, when he quit. Uh-huh. But I did 12 years. And uh, I, I had nine arrests in 12 years to show you what a good cop I was. Um, you were arrested or you arrested? No, I arrested that? nine people. That's .62 arrests a year. You that were was just my average. easy on them, I guess? Yeah, I was very easy. I was, I'm a good guy. You know, yeah. I don't really, police work, other than helping people, I didn't like arresting people. I don't like, you have to frisk them, you have to touch them. And, <laughs> and most people in New York that you arrest are borderline homeless people. Uh, you know, it's not like CSI. Him. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you, you had a chance to work with, uh, what, Sandra Bullock and uh, De Niro? I mean, I'm, I'm in Miss Congeniality 1, Miss Congeniality 2, and uh, also did a movie with Robert De Niro called uh, 15 Minutes, which didn't last 15 minutes in the theaters, but it's a very interesting movie if you if you rent the DVD. Well, I think you finally hooked on to something that's going to last, and on a channel oh, which is doing phenomenal right now. It's, it's a, you know what? When we first got to deal with HGTV, everyone was like, what? You know, this is only a year ago. What's that? What's that? And we realized, I don't know if you guys know, it's the 13th most watched network, and it's on, uh, and it's climbing, and it's fun. It's, you know, there's no, uh, there's no, uh, Drama, you know, it's just a good, entertaining network. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. and we're finding out more and more that children are liking the show, which is sort of, which is a great surprise that we didn't even plan on. I'm finding from friends that telling me that their children love it. So. Uh-huh. And the pets love it too, because they can't change the channel. But my you know. dog watches it. Uh, he'll be watching it tonight as a repeat tonight at 11:30. I don't know if you guys know it's on Wednesday nights at 11:30 too. Wednesday nights, yeah. What are the what are all the times? Saturday at noon. Every Saturday at noon is the original, and then uh, Wednesday night at 11:30. They, uh, they'll repeat the uh, last week's uh, episode. HGTV's Hammered Guys, John and Jimmy DeResta. Yeah, hey, we'll, and we'll, uh, we'll be back on the show to update you. Maybe we'll check in every couple of months. Coming up next, we go back to the phones, 1-866-405-8405. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that rough. <laughs> 
Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just from eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Ew, gross. Thank goodness there's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major worms that infect dogs. Safeguard K90 Wormer. Just sprinkle it on your dog's food twice a year. And that's it? Yep. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. It's the best way I know to protect my dog and my family against intestinal worm infections. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets911, proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please, spay and neuter your pets. Please. It ain't easy being a dog. All my buddies were making fun of me for what I decided to do. It's say, hey, Rufus, say goodbye to your manhood and change your name to Rita. Well, guess who's laughing now? Ever since I got neutered, it's a whole new world. I'm not snappy or overexcitable. I'm just good old Rufus. So humans, this February, do your pets a favor. Have them spayed or neutered. To find a location near you, visit humanesociety.org slash spayday. Brought to you by the Humane Society of the United States. Hey, animal thrill seekers. This hour of Animal Radio originally aired October 2006. You know, we had a lot of fun making it. We hope you enjoy it again. Remember, you can get fresh animal radio at animalradio.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, Some women call men snakes. Others just marry a snake. That's what recently happened in India. A woman fell in love with a snake and married him. Bimbala Das and the snake were wed in a traditional Hindu ceremony attended by 2,000 guests. Bimbala wore a beautiful sari and the snake, who was just wearing his current skin, was afraid to come out of the nearby anthill where he lives. An ornamental brass snake stood in for the shy groom. The bride explained that she and the snake, which happens to be a poisonous cobra, have a special kind of communication. Villagers welcomed the wedding, believing it would bring good luck. I'm glad they left out the you-can-kiss-the-bride part. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Uh, let's see. We've uh, we've got one week left on the summer giveaway. Your last chance to qualify, and the last prize added is a Nintendo DS system along with Nintendogs. Now, I I actually had a chance to play with this software, Judy. It was kind of cool. Nintendogs players pick from uh, 18 breeds. They talk to it. They pet it. They train it. They play with it. They take it for walks. They teach it tricks. Also, uh, if you go wireless, uh, when you walk by another Nintendog owner, the dog will bark. It's it's very cool, and we're giving one away if you want to qualify. Uh, you can do so by heading over to AnimalRadio.com. Now, we're also giving away the scoop-free litter box with the funniest cat names. Hi, Cheryl. 
Hi. How are you doing? Okay. Guess you entered the uh, Scoop Free Animal Radio Funniest Cat Names Contest. Yeah. And what name was that that you entered? It was probably Peanuts because it's Peanut Pig Pen Two Cents. That was the name of your cat is Peanut Pig Pen Two Cents? Yeah. Wow. wow. Uh, now, when uh, when you called Peanut Pig Pen Two Cents, did Peanut Pig Pen Two Cents come? Well, he just answered to Peanut. That, that was too much name for him. <laughs> that, it was just humorous, because, uh, the ways he acquired the other two names. Well, how, how did you acquire the name? Well, he, he was first brought in by a veterinarian employer. Somebody at his gym had found this tiny kitten on a construction site. Uh-huh. And he, he turned the kitten over to the doctor, and the doctor brought him into the clinic, and he was so tiny, we all just called him Peanut. Uh-huh. And I was the one who cleaned cages every morning, and every morning Peanut's cage was totally trashed. Oh, no. Muddy litter everywhere. And <laughs> so we added pig pen. Yes. And then one day we uh, we were slow, I guess, and had some time between clients. We had him out, and we're playing with him, and somebody remarked that he wasn't worth two cents. <laughs> So, thus the name Peanut Pig Pen Two Cents. Yeah. Wow, or PPT for short, or just Peanut is, is what you call them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I so, now, is Peanut Peanut's no longer with us? Um, he has another uh, guardian, I, as I understand it. I ran into difficulties when I was living in Middle Tennessee. Do you have any animals now? Yes, I have Amelia. Amelia is a, is a cat? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, guess what? Amelia has a brand new automatic scoop-free litter. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to uh, give you and Amelia one right now, and I'm going to throw in a couple of cartridges, too, for this with Fresh Step cartridges, crystals. Now, I imagine you have the, the regular old plain litter right now that you have to clean out every couple of days, right? No, the, the clumping kind, yeah. 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 Yeah, well, listen up. You won't have to do that. Once you load this, you can leave it alone for a month, and it will take care of all Amelia's poo-poo, okay? And Amelia will love it because it smells fresh and clean, okay? Okay. Hold on for one second there. We're calling winners for the Scoop Free Funniest Name Contest. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Where are we calling you? At work. Where, where is that? In Los Angeles. L.A. Okay, I won't keep you long because I know you're... Where, where do you work anyway? What kind of... Place? A law firm. A law firm. So they're probably all uptight there and if they find out that you're talking to a radio station boy. <laughs> they'll be really ticked off. Hey, I just... I wanted to call about your cat. Is it your cat's name? It's Dude. Dude. Yeah. What? He is the dude, why, too. Why, why is he Dude. Well, we, um, my husband and I adopted him in um, June, and he, we just couldn't think of a name. We thought, well, I wanted to name him Wally, and he was thinking he wanted to name him Fred, and we went back and forth, and then all of a sudden, a dude was underneath my husband's feet, and he just kind of went, hey, dude, you're in my way. And we just looked at each other and went, oh, my God, that is the best name for him. Now, does he come when you call him? Oh, he does. I go, hey, dude, and he comes running. <laughs> he is the funniest cat. He's like a little dog. Well, we are in a very great mood here today at Animal Radio, and we think Dude deserves an automatic litter from Scoop Free, a Scoop Free oh. automatic litter. Wow, that's great. We have the Scoop Free. We love it. Okay, you oh. do. Okay, we're going to send you cartridges then, that's a bunch of cartridges. Wonderful. We would love that. Dude will love that. Does he? No, so you you already have the litter. How long have you had it? I got the, litter, the uh, Scoop Free litter um, about two weeks after I got Dude. Really? And he got used to it immediately. Yeah, I just, I went through like two or three 
um, tags of cat litter and yeah. all kinds of little liners, and I was changing it every day, and I saw the Scoop Free and the Pet Smart, and I just thought, this is perfect. And Good he, stuff. He well, got used to it immediately. Well, then you already know how great it is. We're going to send you a bunch of cartridges. That's wonderful. We, we'll also, in fact, I'm going to throw in some other things for dude, too. Some Thank Some you. dude toys, okay? Oh, that's wonderful. Hold Thank on you. a second. Okay. I'm going to put you on hold, and then uh, we'll get you off so you can get back to work. Oh, thank you. We'll get you in trouble. Hold on. <laughs> well, that's all we have for this hour. Remember, there's lots more at AnimalRadio.com. In fact, you can listen at work while you're working at that uh, boring accounting job. Tune in to AnimalRadio.com, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, fresh animal programming. Uh, I want to thank Adrian Zamed for joining us, also the Duresta Brothers from HGTV. Thank you so much for coming on Animal Radio today. Remember, please, spay or neuter. Yeah, whichever, you only have to do one. Yeah, whatever the doctor says. Yeah. Your new pets when you get them. And remember, if you get a cat, please don't declaw. There's uh, so many alternatives. And if you're looking for a certain breed, please go to a breed rescue instead of a breeder or a puppy mill. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio on this fine station. Bye-bye.